How much have you customised Dynamics? G'day and welcome to Scrum Dynamics episode 32. This is Neil Benson. If this is your first time to the show, a very special welcome to you. On this show, I want to help everyone successfully implement Microsoft business applications using the Scrum Agile Software Development Framework. In this episode, we're going to be talking about measuring how much you've customised Dynamics 365. I haven't managed to record a podcast episode for a couple of weeks. I've had kids' birthday parties, I've had my next-door neighbour building a new deck in his backyard, and then I went to record this show as a video episode the other evening, but that morning (laughs) I was singing and shaving at the same time, whacked my chin, and uh, that's taken a couple of days to heal, so we're audio only again for this podcast episode. In this show, we're going to talk about measuring how much you've customised Dynamics 365. But if you've implemented Power Apps, Flow or Power BI, then the same principles apply to you too. It all started like this. My program director wanders over to my desk and asks a simple question. How much have we customised Dynamics? On the surface, it appears to be a reasonably innocent-sounding question, a reasonable question to ask. We expect software that has not been customised to be easy to support, to maintain and to upgrade. Right, that makes sense, hey. If you're a senior IT leader with 20 years experience and you've been involved with SAP, Oracle, Siebel or PeopleSoft or, or some other complex business application or maybe a homegrown legacy application that you've developed in house or even if you've just read any IT industry press about upgrading enterprise software, you know that complexity is a key factor in project failures, budget overruns, late deliveries, and in some cases, the end of a fabulous career. So as the delivery lead for this project, I have a responsibility to deliver a system that is supportable, maintainable, and upgradable, as well as extensible, performant, and a system that satisfies all of our high-value requirements too. Okay, so it seems like a reasonable question for my CIO to ask. And it's a reasonable question for me to want to answer. So, how would you go about answering it? What's the industry standard way of measuring the amount of customization of an enterprise application? And if there is no industry standard, is there a way that I can measure the amount of customization of a Dynamics 365 customer engagement application? Could I take that measure and compare it to another customer's Dynamics 365 customer engagement application? Can I benchmark my customization metric against industry norms? So that's what I set out to do. How did I do that? Well, we use Jira for managing our product backlog. So I took a look at all the completed stories in Jira. There were over 440 story points of completed user stories. We categorized them by the different types of work. So that was eight points involved in configuration of system settings. That's the easy stuff. 126 points involved system configuration, you know, custom entities, custom attributes, forms, views, that kind of stuff. That also includes workflows and business processes and business rules, where it's all a declarative customization with the drag and drop built in tools. 263 points involved custom development, 
That's JavaScript, C Sharp, uh, plugins, custom workflow activities, that kind of work. And lastly, the fourth category we had, actually there's five, but the fourth category we had uh, was custom development in Azure. So that's Azure Functions and Logic Apps for the most part. The fifth category was any unsupported customization, which we hadn't done any of, so we didn't have to use that category. So if you add all that up, 440 points worth of stuff, we spent about 30% of our time, or 30% of the story points, on system configuration, and 70% on custom development and Azure development. That sounds like a useful measure, doesn't it? Well, it might do, but I have some challenges with it. We performed several types of work for most stories. So if a complex eight-point story required a new entity, some fields, a form and view layouts, a couple of business rules, and then a plugin to fire an onCreate message and send a, something off to the Azure service bus, and then an Azure function to process that message, we would call that Azure development. But only a couple of the points were actually Azure development. There was some custom development and some configuration work too. So that means that we either misreport our numbers and make things look more customized than they actually are, or we end up splitting our stories just so they only require one type of work, and neither of those situations is ideal. And because different teams might categorize their stories differently, or not use stories or story points, then it's very difficult for me to compare my project to yours. So for benchmarking, we're not going to be able to get a consistent methodology that makes that worthwhile. Can we find another measure for measuring the amount of customization? Well, how about a simple one? How about the number of custom entities or attributes? Could we use that as a measure of customization? Here's the formula we could use. The number of custom entities divided by the total number of entities multiplied by 100 equals percentage of customization. In my project, we've got 43 custom entities and between the system apps that we've implemented or the first party apps from Microsoft, we've got 465 system entities. So we've got 508 entities in total, 43 divided by 508 equals 8.5% customized. That sounds like a very small number, hey? Well, there's just so much wrong with that as a measure of customization. Ugh, I don't like it at all. Do we count entities installed by ISVs? Do we count all system entities or just the entities that we're using? What happens if we've installed the field service app and it installs 200 entities, but we're not using any of them yet? Do we count those? If we start to measure the number of entities as a metric, then fewer entities sounds like a better level of customization. But doesn't that encourage developers to reuse system entities instead of creating a custom entity, when actually creating a simple custom entity would be a better design than overloading a system entity? And there's just so much customization that you can do that bears no relationship to the number of entities, that it's not a useful metric. I could have a system with a thousand poorly configured workflows and badly written plugins with hardly any custom entities, and that would be way more difficult to maintain, upgrade, extend, and support than a system with a lot of custom entities and not many workflows or plugins. Unfortunately, that metric, the number of custom entities divided by the number of system entities, 
appeared in a Microsoft Consulting Services Solution Architecture Assessment performed on my project. And that got a fair bit of attention from my IT leadership until I explained that the slide was just, in my opinion, a PowerPoint filler and it didn't really have any bearing. So let's agree never to use the number of workflows or plugins or attributes or entities as a measure of the amount of customization. The number of components all up is just a poor measure of customization. So what does that leave us with? We've ruled out the effort by the type of work, which is the example I gave about breaking down the story points. And we've ruled out the number of custom components, the example I gave about the number of custom entities. So there's only one other measure that I've ever used that does provide a reasonable correlation with the amount of customization, and it can reasonably easily be compared between any two projects, between customers or between partners. And here it is. Let's see if you agree with it. It's the amount of development effort per user. Here's how that works. On my current project, we've been going for 11 months, since September uh, 2018, and it's now the end of, what's the beginning of July 2019. Let's call that 200 working days. We give most of the developers the weekends off. Uh, so let's call it 200. We started with 50 people on the project, and today we're three and a half weeks away from our first release into production, so the project team has grown to about 100 people. But let's say that it's been 75 people on average over the last 11 months. 75 people for 200 days is a total effort of 15,000 days of effort. That's a staggering amount of effort. I, I figured that out. If I was to try and do all of that myself, that would, that would take me about 70 years to deliver. Thank goodness for my team. If we take that 15,000 days total and divide it by 1,700, which is the number of users that we are targeting in our first release, it's about eight days of project effort per user. But of the 75 people on average that we've had over the last 11 months, only 12 of them are Dynamics developers. The rest are in different teams, in integration, in infrastructure, IT security, data migration, business analysis, change management, training, risk management, project management. Uh, what we like to call overhead. <laughs> so it's really more like 1.4 days of d Dynamics development per user. Now, your mileage might vary a little bit if you include analysis and data migration and systems integration within your Dynamics development team. But how does that compare with other projects? So in my experience, in, I don't know, 15 years of business applications projects and my involvement in estimating, delivering and managing hundreds of small and large projects, I reckon that the average Dynamics 365 project takes about one day of customization effort per user. More than one day of customization effort per user indicates higher than average complexity, often found in enterprise projects where there's a lot of integration, and less than one day of customization effort per user is often a simpler system found in a smaller business. What do you think? How does your project compare to that measure? It should be fairly easy for you to total up the total number of days spent on the project Divide that by the number of users. Is my one day of customization effort per user about right? Or is it way off the mark? It's important to remember, of course, that if your Dynamics system is highly customized and you've spent two days of customization 
effort per user, or it's simple and you've only spent half a day of customization effort per user, this measure doesn't tell you anything really about the maintainability, updatability, supportability, performance, or extensibility of your system. It's just one measure that is often correlated with those factors, but there's lots of other things that can come into play, such as how well you've designed and implemented your customizations. I'd love to know what your measure is. I'm sure you've been asked, how much have we customized Dynamics 365? Let me know in the comments, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I just want to remind you about the Daily Scrum Challenge. You'll find it on customary.com slash daily scrum. So the Daily Scrum Challenge is a chance for you to test the uh, effectiveness of your Daily Scrums and get a rating. Um, The quiz is completely free. You don't have to enter an email address. But if you do want to enter the Daily Scrum uh, tips afterwards, enter your email address and you get one tip each day to improve your Daily Scrums. Finally, remember to subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you listen to it. Thanks very much for listening. I really appreciate you coming along this agile journey with me. We've got some exciting changes coming to the next few episodes. This is going to be the last in the shorter single themed episodes. We're going to be doing some interviews with people involved in successful Dynamics 365 projects to find out the factors that make projects so successful. I can't wait to release those shows. But that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. See you next time.